everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. I'm sure you guys, I'm sure you guys have heard of Guy Fieri. He's the star of Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. That's hard to say, isn't it? To me, it is. This ubiquitous star is everywhere. He seems like he's in almost every restaurant that, that you frequent. Just a couple of days ago, Lisa and I went to this hole-in-the-wall place, and sure enough, there was Guy's picture with the owner of the restaurant like this, and they were so proud, and I would be too if I owned a restaurant where Guy you know, checked it out. They were so proud that Guy Ferreri had been there. I was thinking, wow, that, that's good. Lisa, I mean, this is, this is going to be good because Guy Ferreri has been here, and he's featured it on the show. We sat down, and the waitress walks up. Of course, she was masked up, and it's hard to hear, isn't it? And you have to really strain. So we, we finally uh, made sense of what she was asking. So finally, she asked us, you know, what we like. And we're perusing the menu, and of course, you know, ladies always order first, guys. Did you know that? Some are like, huh? Yeah, they do. So Lisa ordered, and then I'm just looking at the menu, and I see these little black circles by about nine or ten different items. And the black circles have Guy Fieri's initials on them, GF. So I think to myself, well, I'm just going to order one of Guy Fieri's entrees. So I looked at the waitress and I was looking into her eyes because you couldn't see her face. And I said, I said, I'll have this item. I mentioned some pasta, you know, this little black circle with GF on it. Of course, Guy Fieri ate that and I'm going to have what Guy Fieri had. (laughs) Suddenly she busted out laughing. Lisa is like dying laughing. She goes, honey, The black circle with GF is not Guy Fieri. It's gluten-free. Yeah, that's right. I'm an idiot. Isn't it true that so often we think things mean one thing, but in reality, they mean another? I think in life, we go through situations and and circumstances and we see things and we go oh that means one thing but in reality when we get to know it and really study it it means something else today i'm going to talk to you about a man in the bible that we've been reading about over the last several days as we've studied the chronological bible some of you might might be asking yourself, what is the chronological Bible? Our church is going through the Bible as it was written in real time. And we have chronological Bibles available at all of our different locations. And you can join the journey today. Don't go like, oh man, I wasn't here. When January, you know, rolled up. That's cool. That's fine. Start where you are. This week, though, we've been reading about a guy. And quite frankly, here I'd gone to seminary. I've even done some doctrinal work. I've been a student of the Bible for a long, long time. And the first time I ever heard about this dude, I was on a boat ramp of all places, helping a friend of mine launch a sea How random is that? And he looked at me, he goes, hey Ed, have you ever heard of a guy named Jabez? 
and this prayer that he prayed? I go, no, I'm sorry. And I, I felt kind of embarrassed. He goes, well, I'll send you some information on it. And he did. A couple of days later, I'm talking to my mother-in-law, Elva Lee from Columbia, South Carolina. She has a one-of-a-kind Southern accent. She said, Ed, I want to I ask you a question. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a, of a fella named Jabez and his prayer? I said, no, ma'am. Well, I'm going to send you a book called The Prayer of Jabez. I said, okay, okay. So I received all this information about this guy with a weird name, Jabez. Jabez? Who is this guy? I began to read it and study it. And then I thought, wow, this is powerful. I read different books and began to research him. Jabez. What an interesting cat, man. This guy lived back in the Old Testament. Specifically, we're going to look at the book of 1 Chronicles chapter 4. As you wade through the books and the Bible, especially like around 1 Chronicles, it will just put any serious Bible student in dry dock. Yeah. It'll bore you out of your mind. It reads like a, a Hebrew telephone directory, if you remember telephone directories back in the day. Yeah. It's like... He begat, she begat, 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 begat. And in the midst of all of these begats, and, and, and I've, I've been bored in several sections while we've been reading through the chronological Bible. I have. So you're, you're, you're reading through these some 600 genealogies. Boom! Jabez jumps out. God gives Jabez a couple of verses. In the Holy Bible. Now that's pretty big. And specifically, God gives him a prayer that's only, are you ready for this? 26 words. That's it. The prayer of Jabez. Right now, I know you're going, well, Ed, who was Jabez? Jabez was a guy who was associated with pain. The name Jabez means pain. Pain. Sounds like the name of a rapper. Pain, you know? <laughs> or maybe a WWF superstar. In this corner, from parts unknown, pain, you know? Pain? Pain? His mom named him that because he was born in pain, and obviously he had a painful existence. He did not grow up as a trustafarian. He didn't grow up, you'll get that later, with a silver spoon in his mouth. He didn't grow up going to the right schools. But Jabez prayed a daring prayer. Most scholars believe he was an attorney. And I can't believe an attorney wrote something so succinct. <laughs> and a lot of times when people read this, they think it's one thing, but it's really another. They think it's some sort of a cosmic quid pro quo. They think it's kind of a magic formula prayer. They think it's like, oh, I like this, Ed. Very Western, very materialistic. Give me this, give me that. Thank you, God, and that's that. Yeah. Well, it's not what you think. Because, again, you think it means one thing, but this prayer is going to mean another. And I'm going to promise you something. I'll bet my last dollar on this. 
If you pray this prayer and understand the context of it, it can revolutionize the way you talk to God. Let me say it again. If you understand this prayer, 26 words, it can revolutionize the way you communicate, connect with God. That's how powerful it is. So we got Jabez. More honorable, the Bible says, than others. Let's read the scripture. First Chronicles chapter four. Let's begin in verse nine, then we'll conclude in verse 10. Very, very short and succinct text. Now Jabez, pain, let's say, now pain was more honorable than his brother. So, so something made him unique. And it's not the fact that, that, that he had a law firm. No, no, no. It was, it was the way he talked to God. He was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. All right. Seems benign so far. I got it. And Jabez called on the God of Israel. So he's preparing for this prayer. I like that. The God of Israel. Now, Jabez grew up hearing about the greatness of God's people, being in Egyptian bondage, you know, being rescued, how God took care of them. He knew all of those things. So it's important for us as, as Christ followers to look back and to see the blessings of God, to see how God has blessed us and how he's used us and how he's answered prayer. That's why I challenge people to, to write down and to journal regularly. And, and I, I read something even last night, how scientifically, if you journal, I'm not talking about typing on your thumbs on, on, on a glass you know, uh, device. No, no. If you write, go old school and write, you remember it more. And somehow thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through someone's lips and go through your fingertips. They really, really yeah. do. So start journaling your prayers. And that's why I developed this this little journal is very simple. It's a picture of Jesus on the front. It's called the Jesus Journal. Why? Because what's the Bible about? The Bible is about Jesus. What's the Bible about? One villain, the enemy, one hero, Jesus, and one message, the divine rescue. We need to see that and we need to understand the context, but we cannot read this text and take it out of context, which many people do. I would dare say this prayer is one of the most misunderstood prayers in all of Scripture. I would say this prayer has been decaffeinated and stripped of its meaning more than any prayer in Scripture. But today, we're not going to do the macro thing. We're going to do the micro thing and discover the situation. Jabez dared to pray this prayer. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live a mediocre life. I don't know about you, but, but God does not want you to live a mediocre life. He wants us to live an extraordinary life. If you looked at your life right now, would you say, Ed, I'm, I'm living an extraordinary life. I really, really am. Great for you. God's plans are that amazing. That means you're in sync with him. But if you're not, if you feel like you're caught in a prison cell of predictability, if you feel like you're splashing around in the shallows of sameness instead of riding on the ragged edge of, of excitement and adventure, then this can unlock a whole new world for you. Jabez said, the God of Israel, all right, I call on you. He called on him saying, and here are the 26 words. Oh, 
that you would bless me indeed. I like that. Bless me, God. Wow, that's very American, isn't it? That's such a popular word these days. Oh, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I really am blessed. It's on pillows and coffee mugs. I'm blessed. We frame it. Oh, I'm just blessed. And a lot of us who live like hell say, yeah, I'm blessed. And we sort of, we, by saying it, we kind of think that, that we satisfy God by saying, oh yeah, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Have you ever looked at someone and gone, wow, they're blessed. And I guess I'm not. I've heard people say this to me over and over again. And listen to me very carefully. Oh, I've got three healthy children. I'm blessed. I just bought a new house. It's incredible. 4,000 square feet. I'm blessed. I just got a promotion. I'm making $200,000 a year now. I'm blessed. And you're over there going, dang. I must have got the short end of the blessing stick. (laughs) Two of my kids got the COVIDs. I got turned down for that loan. My company downsized and I'm without a job. So see, we've so dumbed down the blessed life. We say I'm blessed when the circumstances are going my way. (laughs) My kids are healthy and wow, I got a promotion. I got a big old house. Woo, I'm blessed. It's circumstantial. And a lot of people, a lot of pastors that you see on your social media feed play that game. It's the UPS God. If you have enough faith, man, God's going to bless you. And we relegate blessings just to material things. Now, I'm not saying that God does not bless materially. He does. You can't make a case for poverty in the Bible, and you can't make a case for wealth in the Bible. God blesses people materially. He blesses you, and you're blessed materially. So am I. Awesome. But to say, okay, when I'm problem-free, when I'm comfortable, when everything is hunky-dory, I'm blessed, you don't understand the meaning of the word. So we've stripped it, we've decaffeinated it, What does the word blessed mean? Blessed means to be on the receiving end of the tangible and intangible favor and grace of God. You look up blessed in the dictionary, do you know what the top definition is? Get ready, hold on to to those seats. It means to be made holy. What's the date today? 11. Almost three months ago, our precious daughter, Lee Beth, passed away. Suddenly, she was literally in my arms. Am I blessed? Don't, 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 don't answer. A couple of weeks ago, 
Now, I've been telling you about this over the last several weeks. Lisa and I had a piece of property. Someone walked up, paid us nearly double for what it's worth after Lee Beth died. Am I blessed? Oh, don't, don't, don't say yes or no. How do you know? How do you know? Blessings don't take away pain. In our context, Lisa and I made a lot of money. And I can say that's a blessing for God. You know why? Because the first check I wrote was back here. You don't even understand blessings. You don't get blessings until the first portion of the blessings goes to God's house. You'll never understand or appreciate blessings. Ever. Ever. So yeah, I'm blessed. And that's going to afford Fellowship Church, you know, to do a lot of stuff within the context of really, I brought what's God's to his house. So, Lebeth passed away. 34 years old. One of our key staff members right here. Am I blessed? That was painful. I still feel pain. The pain will never go away. Sorry, but no cigar. And I like cigars. But I see already some blessings from Lee Best passing. I have a greater empathy. Lisa would say the same thing for people in pain. No doubt. Beforehand, you know, yeah, man, I'm so sorry that happened. Let me pray for you. Maybe my eyes would get wet a little bit. Now it's another level. It's a blessing. Another blessing from Lee Best's passing is I have a greater urgency to do what I'm doing. I have more fire, more vision, more boldness than I've ever had in my life. Number three, this is just me. I'm just, you know, sharing my heart here. The material things of the world, yeah, I, I like stuff, as we all do, but they don't quite have the punch that they used to. I mean, I'm happy, I like it, you know, whatever, but I realize, you know, we're going like that. And that brings me to another blessing from Lee Best's life. I know how close we are to death. Now, we don't like to talk about death. We don't. This whole mask craze worldwide, you know what it's about? We're afraid to die. That's what's out there. Forget Fauci, who changed his mind every other minute. Forget science. Forget mitigating the curve. No, no, no. Come on, man. Let's get real. You don't want to die. I don't want to die. And we think by wearing a mask, which does not work, follow the science, that we're going to be A-OK. If we take the vaccine, we're going to be 
A-OK. So yeah, God blesses in pain. He doesn't remove the pain. Now tell me where that is in scripture. Yet scroll through Instagram. Look at some of the young, hot preachers. Look at some of the people who heretically talk about the health and wealth gospel. If you give, God's going to bless you double, triple, a hundredfold. Where is that in the Bible? It's out of context. Where is it in the Bible that we're going to live without suffering? Where is it in the Bible that we're going to live without persecution? It's God's will. So when Jabez says, God, bless me, he's saying, God, you bless me. But here's what I do. I mean, here's what I do. I I take a piece of paper like this, and I write out, and I'm sitting across the table from God in this title company. I've been talking about that over the last couple weeks. And I'll go, okay, God, here's, here's my blessings. Here's what I, I, I want. I want this, God, okay? And here's what I want. So I'm going to write down, great marriage, you know, hot wife, whatever, you know, <laughs> successful kids. I want all of my books to be New York Times bestsellers. I've only had one, but okay. <laughs> so then, yeah, I, I want to live in this. I want to have that. And I want to fly here. And uh, you know what? I love fishing. I want to have a yacht with like, fishing boats around the yacht. I'm just going to run. I'm just, and I slide it across the table and I say, God, just notarize that. A lot of people see God that way. A lot of people see prayer that way. Some good luck charm. God, some UPS boy. Sorry. No cigar. We think prayer means one thing, means quite another. What is Jabez saying? We take a blank sheet of paper. We slide the blank sheet of paper across the table to God. God, you fill it up with blessings. Your blessing, not mine, because God knows how to bless me better than I know how to bless myself. So God, you fill it in. And as we pray these daring prayers, God's going to tell you something. He will bless you in ways that, that blow your little blessings out of the water. Does he bless materially? Yes. Does he bless emotionally? Yes. Does he bless relationally, psychologically, and with opportunity? Yes. Yes. We've got to say, God, you're sovereign. You're in charge. You're the blesser. I'm the blessee. Yeah. Yeah. But what can happen is, oh, listen to this. Our blessings can become blockades to the power and the anointing of the Lord. We worship the blessing instead of the blessor. And a lot of people that I, that, I, that I meet, a lot of people who are not Christ followers, and God blesses people who aren't Christ followers, but there's an expiration date on their blessing. Wow. You know, I'm freaky about expiration dates. <laughs> Lisa's out of town, and, and last night, 
I, I got this little uh, carton from, from Whole Foods trying to be healthy. And, and it was some salsa. And I like hot food, you know, so I looked at it and I'm thinking, man, I want this with chicken. That's what I ate last night. So I turned it over. Whew, I'm within the expiration date. I know, I'm OCD, I'm a little bit crazy, but I do not like to mess around with expiration dates. What are you doing messing around with an expiration date if you're not a believer? And see, the enemy in non-believers' lives sometimes uses blessings to keep you from ever bowing the knee to Jesus. Your blessings could be the blockade. They could be blinding you from discovering what God has for you. Well, let me move on to the next one. I think we've worn blessing out, haven't we? (laughs) So, bless me. God, you bless me. And this next one, so we got bless. Let me me do like a little lightning bolt. Isn't that cool? Bless. And enlarge. Oh, yeah, I got, look at that. Bing, 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 bing. Enlarge my territory. It's great to pray for ambition. Did you hear me? Yep. It's great to pray yep. for more influence in your job. It's, it's great to pray to buy a new company, to build bigger churches. It's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But, Is it for the glory of you or for the glory of God? And I'll have to confess to you, I've done too many things in my life for the glory of Ed as opposed to the glory of God. And when I've done things for the glory of Ed, instead of the glory of God, it's not very nice. It doesn't work out very well. I looked up a prayer that I prayed 30 years ago. You ready for this? I journal my prayers, remember that? And I prayed this prayer, and this was a Jabez type prayer, a prayer of dare, rolling the dice, you know? Come on. Before we helped start Fellowship Church. We started Fellowship Church with 30 families in a rented office complex. Today, by God's grace, we're one of the largest churches in America. Okay, that's, that's God, okay? That's God. But check this prayer out. It was, more than, it was more than 30 years ago. This is December 8th, 1989. Wow. So that'd be what? 31? 31. Okay. I'm, I'm terrible at math. 32. 32, see? Okay, thank you. 32. Here, here, here's what I, so I said. God, I pray for this church. Give me your clear answer. I don't have the ability you do. You work through me. I rely and give everything to you, my life. It's in your hands, God. Thank you for blessing me. I pray for the lost in Dallas. Give us the innovation and the methodology to reach them for you. What do you want me to do? Wherever you lead, I'll go. God bless me. Oh, he will. God. God Expand my influence. He wants to expand your influence his way. Isn't that awesome? 
I just keep going. That your hand would be with me. Let me see if I can draw a hand real quick. Now, that, now that's tough to do under pressure. Okay. There we go. That's good. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. That your hand would be with me. God's hand on your life. You know what this means? Here's what it means. I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you the end. That we need to be humble and holy before God. God, I want to be under your mighty hand. God, I submit my all to you. Tax title and license. I submit it to you. I slide that piece of paper over, God, because I confess to you, I thought it meant one thing, but it really meant another. But this keeps on going. You know, we're done now, 26 words. That you would keep me from evil, too many times I've prayed in the midst of temptation, Lord, help me to resist. <laughs> I mean, that's not really the great prayer. The prayer is, keep me from evil. Are you feeling me? Yeah. Jesus said in the model prayer, lead us not into temptation. Okay. Let's take, for example, guys, lust. Man, it got quiet. <laughs> Porn is so readily available. Porn is so readily available. You know, all of the, you know, gentlemen's clubs and this and that. And, you know, we can mess around, flirt around. There are temptations out there. I'm talking to the guys. Women too, but let me just talk to the guys because I'm a guy and I like to beat up on guys. So let's say this is the edge. And if you take a step here, you fall into the abyss of an addiction to porn, you sleep in the wrong bed, so forth and so on. I think you, you feel me, don't you? Yeah. In the context of lust, Jabez is, Jabez is saying, God, I don't want to walk on the edge and the ledge. One misstep, one trip up, ah! And I know too many people, too many of my friends, are down there. Yeah. Jabez says, try walking back here. Yeah. Try your standards at a whole another level in your marriage, in your dating, if you're single, in what you watch and put in front of you. God, keep me from evil. Well, I'm not going to go to that party, students. Hey, I'm not going to go to that party. Even though I'm not going to mess around, I'm not going to go. Because if I go, the temptation, or whatever, you know what I'm saying to you, yeah. is too great. Yeah. So don't give me that. Well, I was just in a situation, man. I just couldn't say no. If you know a train is going to New York, and there aren't very many people left in New York. If you know a train is going to New York and you're going to mess up in New York, don't buy a ticket to get on the train. So Jabez, that you keep me from evil. I love this. And that I might not cause pain. He knew the pain of sin. And look, it's kind of a play on words because Jabez means pain. And he came with pain back on his name. So he had this negative label on him 
And he's like, man, I'm going to change that. Yeah. I'm going to pray this daring prayer. Yeah. So I don't care what kind of label is on you. I don't care. I don't care. We're all sinners. Yeah. I don't care what someone has labeled you. I don't care. You begin to pray this and discover who you are in God, who you are in Jesus, it'll change your life. There's a... And you know, God granted his request, which we're going to see because we're going to pray this prayer for the next 21 days. 21 days is all I ask. 21 days. Two sentences. 26 words. And I want you to record what happens over the next 21 days in your life. And I want you to send it to us. We'll have a, you know, on our website, we'll have a little icon that you can just write answered, 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 answered. It could be a time of pain. It could be even a blessing in a time of temptation. It could be a blessing in a time where you sold some property for double the amount. I don't know what it is. Who knows? God knows how to take care of us, how to bless us. And think about this. I'm blessed, the ultimate blessing, because of Jesus. I'm rescued. I'm redeemed. I'm forgiven. I'm justified. I'm sanctified. I have a home in heaven. I have an inheritance. Can't. I mean, it makes Mark Zuckerberg not even, not even a factor because that's what God has for me in heaven. Prayer of Jabez. Prayer of Jabez. Powerful, powerful prayer. But I want to tell you about another prayer. It's another short prayer, simple prayer. It's called the prayer of the rescue. And many of you need to pray this prayer. The prayer of the rescue is simply ABC. It's simply saying, God, I A, admit to you that I've messed up, that I'm a sinner. We're all sinners. I use this example sometimes. There was a famous porn star that came to Fellowship Church several years ago. Some of us uh, talked to this young lady and her boyfriend who was also a porn star. They, they're sinners, just like you're a sinner and just like I'm a sinner. Do you understand me? Sin is sin. So everybody's a sinner. Now they're Obviously, greater consequences for certain sins than others, but we're all sinners. So we have to admit that we're sinners. B, we need to believe that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and rose again on the third day. Just believe that to the best of your ability. And then C, confess Jesus Christ as Lord and ask him to come into your life. That is how you become a follower of Christ. You see, being a Christian is not what you think it is. You think it means one thing, but it's really another. It's a decision followed by a process. I want you to pray this prayer. This is for those here who have never, ever, ever asked Jesus Christ to come into your life. Just say, God, I admit to you what you know, that I'm a sinner. And I confess that to you. I turn from my sin, I repent, and I believe to the best of my ability, to the best of my ability, even with doubts and questions, I believe 
that you sent Jesus Christ down the cross for my sins and to rise again. And see, I confess this to you. I confess Jesus as Lord. I ask you, Jesus, to come into my life. I give you all that I am and all that I'll ever, ever become. If you prayed that prayer, boom, you're rescued. You're saved, you're safe, and you're satisfied. Now you can discover this amazing life that Jesus has for you. Thank you, God, for these awesome decisions. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening, and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.